Today, we are going to talk about how to develop resilience by using your values. And this is really to help yourself and your clients, if you have a clients, to become even more resilient. We know that research suggests that knowing and connecting with our values basically help us become even more resilient, help us to deal with stressful situation. But the thing is that most of us really do not spend much time thinking about our values, unless, of course, we went through some kind of trainings. So because of that, I would like to give you some ideas of what values some of my our students have, just to get your thinking going. If you already know your values, and we're not talking about goals or what you want to achieve, this is truly who you are. These are truly your values, not somebody else's, but your values. So I'm going to briefly tell you, give you some list and kind of read off some of the values, like I said, to get your thinking going. So what are the some examples or samples of values? So here they are. In no particular order, achievement, creativity, happiness, honesty, religion, Humor, education, friendship, responsibility, love, change, excitement, fun, independence, spirituality, community, excitement. I said that already, right? Fairness, growth, knowledge, success, compassion, family, helping others, leadership, winning, learning, passion, privacy, relationships, wisdom and many more, just to give you some ideas. Now, that we have some ideas about these values. Uh, we're gonna move shortly to an exercise. And I highly suggest for today's session uh, to please, if you don't have, just have a pen and paper ready, just get it now. Um, of course, don't do this if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, but seriously, it would be good to take a notes because, you know, often we just listen to great podcasts or go to great webinars and we're really excited and we think we learn a lot. And then, you know, a couple of days later, a week later, three weeks later, we don't know what to do with the information. We might remember pieces, but we don't really know how to apply it in our life. And as you know, anything I teach is all about application. It's all about you helping yourself and your clients improve your life, become happier, become healthier, increase your overall well-being, and so on. So this exercise I call Positive Psychology and Art Therapy, Building Resilience. And uh, you will hear more and more me talking about Positive Psychology and Art Therapy, there's actually a program also that's coming up. Uh, I don't have the exact date, but it's a program coming up that is focused on positive psychology and art therapy connection and overlap, if you will. Building resilience, that's what we're doing today. So with this exercise, I actually like you to get in touch with your values or get in touch again with your values. 
And uh, I will go over the entire process, but basically we're going to list the value, going to identify top values, going to feel, we're going to draw, going to understand, truly understand your values, connect with them and apply and use them. So let me give you an example before I go through the exercise. Let me give you an example. What do I really mean? Some of you may be confused. Well, what do I do? How do I use my values to help me become resilient or more resilient? So here's, here's one of my examples. About 15 years ago, just around the time when I started studying resilience, I lost one of my, I lost a job. I was working as a vice president at Merrill Lynch. And, you know, just like in the government, the new crew comes in, the new CTO, and they, at least government in US, right? And they prefer to bring their own people. So uh, this is how I lost my job. And uh, unfortunately, Fortunately, most of us may go through this at some point in our, our life. It would be nice to kind of be prepared because, you know, I've talked to so many people. I have clients who had like amazing jobs and, uh, you know, after like 20 years or, you know, 15 years being on high level position, chief technology officer or, you know, some executive leadership role, and then they lose a job. They never thought they'll lose it. So how about we, we prepare? So here's what I did. I looked at my values back then, and they're still the same. They might, some of them move up or down, but humor, love, and family, right? These, these were top three. And what did I do with this? Well, as far as humor, I, I basically tried to make some jokes out of the situation, just make fun of myself, and or of people from that organization. I even, now that I think back, uh, at the time when they called me uh, to what they call that exit interviews, basically it wasn't even exit interview, you just, you know, as some of you know, working in corporation, you just call me and say, oh, here it is. You know, here's your package, you can sign now or later and bye-bye, right? So even during that meeting, I was making a joke with the HR representative who I respected very much. And I said, hey, look, you know, Joe, I really didn't think I'm going to see you today, but it's okay. It's okay that I do. Uh, uh, you know, I like you, man. <laughs> so so I, I started with the humor and uh, I was not just introducing, uh, you know, humor in my life and making jokes, but also um, I love um, being part of, uh, listening rather, right? And absorbing humor and watching stand-ups and so on. That just helps me. That's like one of my values. Then I looked at the love and family. I connected these two and I love my family very much. I love them too much to let them go through some difficult time with me, with the jobless, right? So I did everything I can to quickly get a job and get even better one, which I really did. But this was all based on action. As you know, always talk about actions. Action, take action. Nothing happens without you taking action. But your values can drive your action. You know, your love for family to drive the actions to get that next job quickly. You're not gonna go downward spiral 
if you look at your values. So this is just to give you an example how your values can help you deal with difficult situation. Okay, so let's move on now. Let's look at seven steps to building resiliency through your values. Step number one is to list your values. So please take a note and you know, hopefully at the end of this uh, session, at the end of this webinar, podcast, whatever you're listening, um, you will take a piece of paper, or maybe you already have it, hopefully, at least you're taking notes, <laughs> and uh, just write down, you know, my values. And uh, take your time, you know, later on, maybe at least 10, 15 minutes to kind of list all the values that you have, that you believe you have. Don't think too much. Don't think about grammar or spelling. Sometimes, at least I'm terrible at spelling, and I'm sure I spelled a lot of values wrongly already here. But seriously, so this is just list them all. List all the values. Okay, that's the step number one. Now that you listed all the values, let's move to step number two, which is to identify your top values. You know, this is just like your character strength. You have many, you know, you have all of them basically. <laughs> and uh, uh, you're going to identify top five. So here, we want you to identify top values. I would say minimum two, maximum five. What are your top values? What are the values that you know that's truly who you are? You don't have to think about it. You apply them really subconsciously without thinking, right? So those are your top values that you apply most of the time without thinking about it. You don't have to put any effort because this is truly who you are. So, so that's the step number two, identify your top values. Then. Once you have your top values, I'd like you to move to step number three. And that is to feel each of your values. What do I mean by that? Look at your top values, you know, two, three to five, two to five, however you have, how many, how many you have. And maybe close your eyes and feel it. So if that is the humor, feel it. Hopefully you'll smile it. You'll remember some funny moments. You will go through your life and you will, you, will, you will truly, truly feel that value. You'll know that that's who you are. You know, that means honesty. The feel it. That, that, that's really get that feeling that, you know, when your body moves, when your heart knows that's what it is, that that value is truly you. It's not because it's on a piece of paper. It's really who you are. Okay, so that was step number three to fill each value. So let's move to step number four. This is where we connect positive psychology and art therapy, and we're gonna do some drawings. So in this step, I'd like you please to prepare, you know, a paper, a pencil or crayons or any kind of paint, acrylic, whatever you wanna do but I like you to draw something. Now I like you to draw actually at least a two pictures for each of your top values. The first picture will be just to draw that value. So if your value is love, if your value is love, what does it represent? How can you draw love? 
Your value is honesty. Can you draw it? If your value is winning, can you draw it? So that's the first one. You're going to draw your value. And again, please understand that this is not about you not being an artist, because you're probably not. And if you are, it's awesome. But we're not looking for artists. We're looking for anyone who is capable of taking a piece of paper and pencil and putting that pencil on a paper. That's really all we're looking for, right? Uh, Nobody is there to rate your drawings, but to do actually something else with it. So I told you about the first picture. The next picture I'd like you to draw is to think of a moment, moment in your life, a moment, doesn't need to be the moment, right? It's a moment when you apply that value. So if it was a humor, think of a moment when you apply the value and draw that moment. If this was a love, think of a moment and draw it. If this was relationships, think of a moment and draw it. Okay, just a moment, pick something in your life that, you know, ideally maybe it's something that happened recently, but if it's something happened, you know, way in the past, it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. So we're going to draw that moment. Perfect. Okay, so that was step number four. Let's move to step number five. Now, I'd like you to think and understand your value one by one. To truly understand, to look at the logic so you felt it, you draw it. Now I want you to understand it. What does it really mean to have a love as a value? What is your understanding of it? What we're looking for is your understanding. This is not, we're not looking for definition of your value. We're looking for your understanding of the value. Okay? So we want you to truly, truly understand it. And maybe, and just maybe, you can basically on that piece of paper, write down, you know, understanding, and then just say what your understanding is of that value. Okay, so that's understanding. Now we are moving to step number six. And step number six is to connect. Now, we did a couple of things before, right? So we did, uh, we felt it, right? We identified it, top five, we felt it, we drew it, we understand it, we understood our value. Now we're going to truly, truly connect all of these bits and pieces for your value. Connect your understanding, your feeling, your drawings, just connect and be with it. Be with your value. Ideally, again, close your eyes and connect and be with your value. Okay, now that you are connected with your value, we are going to move to the next step, which is to apply it, right? So that's the step number seven. This is the most important step. Of course, we're gonna follow the process, these seven steps, but without application, nothing is going to happen. Without application, our life, will not change. So you need to think about how to apply your value. And ideally, you may want to think about 
you know, upcoming situation, something that could happen in your life. Look, nobody wants to imagine terrible things. This is not about going downward spiral and uh, creating stress for yourself. This is about thinking that we all go through good, bad, and ugly. We really do in life. That's reality. So it's about thinking, what if? What if I lose a job tomorrow? What's going to happen? Right? What if I lose a job? Let me prepare. Hopefully, I will never lose it. But if I do, let me look at my values, right? What if something bad happens to, uh, you know, to me tomorrow? Um, look, every day something happens. So like this morning, I had uh, <laughs> uh, folks were supposed to come 8 a.m. to remove the tree. They never showed up, right? So it's not terrible. Okay, fine. But every little thing could create stress. But if we build our resilience, it's just so much easier to deal, especially with the things that uh, shouldn't create a lot of stress in our life, little things, you know, uh, but they do. They often do because we don't build our resiliency. We don't work on truly, truly building. So, okay, let's now look at, after we apply that step, let's look at the entire process. So if we want to build our core values and use them, to become even more resilient, here are the seven steps again. First, you're going to list your core values, all of them. Then, step number two is to identify your top values. Again, could be two to five. That's my recommendation, minimum two, maximum five. Step number three is to feel it, to truly feel that this is who you are. Step number four, is to do the drawings. Remember, we asked for two pictures. One is to draw the picture, you know, draw your value. What does it mean that honesty, right? What does it mean achievement? Uh, what does it mean love? Whatever your value is, can you draw it? And then the next picture is to draw a moment when you applied your value, ideally draw a moment, draw a difficult moment in your life. Difficult doesn't mean you lost a job, could be something, you know, um, contractor didn't show up <laughs> at scheduled time, right? But what did you do? How did you apply, use your value to help you look at that picture? Then we want to fully understand it. You know, the light bulb clicks in, mm, I got it, I got it. That's the that's the step number what, five, right? Step number six is to connect, to truly connect all these pieces, to feel it, to look at your drawing, to look at understanding and really connect all of this. And then step number six, seven, sorry, is to apply your values and try to apply today. Something that you can look at your situation and see if you can apply uh, your values in something that happened today, something that maybe just created just a tiny little bit of stress in your life. Now that we look at how you can help yourself, I just want to briefly cover for some of those that you might have a clients, you may be coach or counselor, and you know, how do you help your clients who may need help with resiliency using the exact same process that we just went through? But first of all, process is just about the same. 
right? For clients as it is for you. But you just need to understand, not just to explain it, but also now to understand what do you do with, uh, in this case, drawing? What do you do with that art that they created? So there are, here are some discussion points, ideas. So you need to discuss the drawing with the client, right? Come up with your own questions, but you need to figure out to discuss so that you and your client, especially your client, will get a lot of insights from that drawing. Uh, you know, what went through their mind while creating this, you know, value reminder? What went through their mind? This is really important that they tell you and they tell themselves. This is their, you know, a, a thinking process. Here's what went through my mind while I was creating this value reminder. Then maybe possibly what emotions, if any, of course, did they experience? What emotions? Did they experience any emotions? Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But what, what did they experience? What did they learn? This is, you know, any exercise that we do. What did clients learn? If they didn't learn anything, you know, <laughs> we wasted our and their time and probably didn't do a good job or we didn't, um, you know, apply the right tool and so on. But hopefully we did. And, you know, how they can apply this tool, how they can apply in their life, how they can apply so that they too will become even even more, even more resilient, just like you, right? So that's that. And uh, what are the next steps? So, so first, as I mentioned in the beginning, hopefully you took a notes, please practice this, this tool. So go ahead and complete the steps one through seven. Just follow the exact process that I explained. And then reflect on your own experience, right? What went through your mind? Do the entire exercise yourself and then, and only then, and as you know, I'm big on, hey, if it didn't work for you, eh, don't try with the clients because you probably don't fully understand and you know, it didn't even work for you. You don't know what to do with it, but hopefully it did. And if it did, then and only then, you're going to apply with the clients and you're going to reflect on the experience, right? So client will reflect on their own, but you need to reflect on your own experience as a coach, as a counselor. How did it go? Hopefully, not only that you learned a lot, but hopefully you help yourself and your client become even more resilient. And with that said, I will see you next week, folks.